the new channel. The new channel. Hashtag TNC now. The views, opinions, and insights expressed in the following shows are those of the host, producers, guests, and viewers. They do not necessarily reflect the position of the channel. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the new channel. Our passion transforms a community channel that sees all things new. My name is Jennifer and we are live streaming from Capita, Philippines. You're watching Stories from the Fringe, Season 2, Episode 25. for choosing to spend your Thursday morning with us. Before we get started, let us know where you are in the world, where you are joining us from by typing into the comments section and what interesting thing that you did this week that you, um, you are confident that you are willing to share with us. You can also use the same chat box comment section to drop in your comments, ask your questions, or just anything you would like to share with us. We will also be dropping in links in the same chat box that you can copy for later use or click on. For those who are tuning in for the first time, Stories from the Fringe aims to push for more diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging in all aspects of our lives. We are committed to creating a world where individual differences like gender, class, ability among others are not only seen and understood, but also celebrated and empowered. We believe that we can all be a part of this collective action. And for us to make the most of our time together, we encourage you to turn off all distractions and prepare to take notes mental away and just be fully engaged and focused with our guest today, James Cruz. Hi, James. It's a pleasure to have you today. Hi, good morning, Jenny. Uh, thank you for inviting me. My pleasure. So, James, can you please share a brief background of yourself and the work that you do? Okay, so uh, I was basically working abroad for more than two decades. So for large multinational uh, organizations, uh, including Procter & Gamble and Microsoft. So I was also was stationed in Singapore, Japan, and uh, in the U.S. for certain projects. 
So mm-hmm. I came back to the Philippines to try to contribute back. And uh, and right now, I uh, basically have a new company. We're a technology startup. And we're trying, our mission is to be able to help companies create an amazing workplace so that the employees can can find a purpose and also to be truly successful so that companies can help attract, motivate, and retain talent in a sustainable way. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you've been in the U.S. for uh, for a couple of years and then you decided to come back in the Philippines. So what was the impetus of the, you deciding to come back to the Philippines? Uh, I think it was more really for a, for personal reasons because, uh, you know, my uh, my nephew and nieces are growing up and, uh, you know, our, 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 our parents are growing older. So I think it's there's the gap between not having the relationships that you want to 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 have. So that's one of the one of the primary factors where which we decided to go back to the Philippines. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Okay. And was that um also the reason um is it also the impetus for you creating the carrots pH? Uh carrots was basically born out of uh conversations with different uh uh, stakeholders in different companies because a lot of companies they were looking for a solution for engaging and recognizing employees but they wanted the solution that combines effective engagement communication to the employees but at the same time there's uh, effective recognition and rewards eh? so the solutions they were finding either had one or the other there was not there was not a, a platform or solution where it combines everything in an easy to use uh, software platform. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Now, if I imagine it, I imagine it as a catalog of um, products, or does it include services that you can use to reward your employees? Uh, we basically have a, a software platform. That becomes mm-hmm. the foundation of their employee engagement, recognition, and reward program. And it can be accessed anywhere. So it's it's really helpful where it's easy to use and accessible anywhere. So even if in a hybrid environment where you have a percentage of employees working from home or working anywhere, uh, it meets those needs. And mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's a good idea if I can share you a video of what Carrot is so maybe the viewers can have a, a better understanding. Uh, Maybe I can share video one to to, yes, to share what what carrot's all about. that's kind of like what we're doing but why we're doing this because we have we have basically that mission to 
mm-hmm. help companies create a thriving environment for their for their talent for their workforce and to have a strong, strong sense of purpose so with that program you can really help companies better attract motivate and retain talent because the future of work is constantly evolving and changing but carrots is well positioned to address mm-hmm. those future current and future challenges in the world mm-hmm. okay now that um you've given there if i'm not mistaken i saw at least 26 percent of employees are disengaged at work do we have some data or reports what are the usual causes of employee disengagement sure sure uh, i think maybe i can share some slides on the we could uh if we can pre- share the presentation uh we have a slide here with regards to we conducted a survey uh last year and at the same time we con- continually engage and communicate with our customers you know so we combine survey with one-on-one customer interviews and also when we 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 chat with other uh people from other organizations so it's very surprising you know but i think uh there's a lot of turnover i'm not sure if the pandemic is the major reason or could be just one of the major factors so you can see here uh people have a high turnover rate you know more than 10 percent and then of course because of that, their CEO and, and senior executives are unhappy. And for, and also, key figures like, you know, almost 25% are not able to hire the talent that they need. And, uh, and surprisingly, you can see, you know, 60% cannot effectively motivate and recognize employees. Because during the pandemic, immediately organizations were not prepared for it. And then a lot of their people had to work from home or work from a different location instead of their office. And a lot also have didn't have an, uh, an effective recognition and reward or engagement program. Some have manual, but some have none at all. Mm-hmm. So I think these, these numbers can tell you that because of the problem with employee engagement that is exacerbated by the pandemic and also the changes the fundamental changes and trends in the workplace where people now have become accustomed to working from home. So the things that do before most likely will not be effective now and in the future, or the pain points will be much more, much more acute because of these significant changes. And for some reason, if you, some people were telling me, conversating with our customers that some people, they resign if they're forced to work to the office so that's how uh the problem is and that's where the challenge of the discussion between uh some or uh you know government institutions and some industries are kind of like uh facing those conversations because the industry is facing the problem where people don't want to work in the office so if you mm-hmm. force them they will resign if they resign there's a big problem with delivery of the services of those companies but the government mm-hmm. has a valid reason as well because they want to create business activity. They want to uh, jumpstart the economy because fundamentally that is needed to 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 uh, to, to create more jobs and right and, and to uplift uh, the well-being of, of everyone in the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
that's a really high turnover like 40 percent have more than 10 percent turnover and of course it is understandable that ceos and other members of the senior leadership would be unhappy about it uh, i have also been uh, they have now what they term the great resignation, right? That people would rather resign from their high-paying jobs than rather than going back to work. I, for one, I, I thoroughly enjoy working from home for the last two, two and a half years. Imagine, I did not realize that until I was talking with a friend uh, that was several days ago. And we were just chatting about how life has been since the pandemic. And then I told him, oh, all right, I just realized I've been working from home for the last two and a half years and I did not realize it because probably as an introvert, I enjoy every minute of it, you know, without the distractions, <laughs> the usual distractions in the in the workplace. You can be very focused and engaged with your work. Um, now, I I remember in my in my um, last company that I worked for in the corporate when I was still in the corporate, our our attrition was lower than ten percent, and I think that it was easier because you were working face to face, right? So it was easier to engage the employees. Now the question here is how can we attract, and how can we motivate and retain talents now that we are on as you have said a hybrid setup i imagine it's more challenging oh definitely it is more challenging and one of the factors that make it challenging is that you have no control of the external factors you have no control of the environment if it's required by government because you're PESA registered or your boi registered that x percent has to stay in the office then how would you cope with that, right? Or there's another pandemic and immediately it's like 95% has to work from home. So the, these are factors that you have no control of. So I think uh, the better strategy is that you don't be dependent on those external factors where your strategy allows you to still continue operating and delivering value to your customers regardless of those external environment. So I think some of the the well-positioned companies, they, they adopted a strategy where, let's say, it's a work anywhere. So regardless where our people work, we can continue to operate. We continue to engage them. We can then recognize them. There's constant alignment between the managers and the employees. So I think it's fundamentally the strategy where you want your people to be able to work anywhere, but still delivering value to their customers, right? I think that's the, the that's the most key part where the strategy allows them to work anywhere. And then based on that strategy, then you create your or your plans to be able to mm -hmm. execute on that strategy. So because there are a lot of stakeholders and, and that pre-planning, that thinking process has to happen now. I think this the pandemic is basically an eye-opener for organizations. It is, it is. It made us question whether the processes that we were using or employing before the pandemic were still effective. Um, now, I believe that some people, they they leave their high paying jobs to go freelance because at least when you do freelance, you can work anytime, anywhere, just like carrots. You can work anytime, anywhere. And then you are measured not by the hours, but by the results. Right. So I think and that some companies have now made that jump. I'm sorry. Yeah, correct. That observation is, is, is some the same thing that we are 
hearing from people. And uh, maybe I can share with you in terms of how, how was Carrots being able to help our customers during the pandemic. So maybe I can share with you uh, some feedback that we got because we, we basically, we constantly engage and have conversations with our customers. Maybe if I can share you video too uh, about the testimonials and feedback from our customers. Yes, please. Every month at least, nag, nag, nakareceive kami agad ng notification na, okay, you, you got this, uh, this points sa ano mo, sa for this month. So, pag pinuntahan mo yung link, makikita mo agad yung ano mo, yung metrics mo, kung ilang percent yung na nakuha mo sa ganito, sa ganito, sa ganyan. And then, makikita mo agad yung, yung total points na na, na na acquire mo. And then, yun, pwede mo yung makita kung ano yung uh, you just to click the the item that you want then check out then they will process it normally uh, or the system would say uh, five uh, or a week or two but it normally takes just three three days and I'm in the province not just in Metro Manila within Metro different moods different let's say tayo, let's say for for this month I gusto ko beauty products and then ah um, in December I want to go somewhere so I reach ko yung goal ko so I'll save the uh, I'll save my points so may ganun po na goal with with uh, them using carrots nas meron kaming uh, makikita talaga makikita namin talaga na okay ito yung um, performance namin for this month and ito yung kailangan namin improve and stuff and then of course, syempre, your reward yung maganda doon. Kasi nga, um, mas marami kami yung mapipili. Not only give us the flexibility to choose what we really want, they also tell us on our performance. So, what we need to improve, what we need to maintain, what we need to... Um, what we need to do so that we can do better. So that we can get more points, we can get more rewards. So it's help. It's really helpful, and it really motivates me, me myself. It really motivates me to be a better employee, to do better, so that I can have what I really deserve. So it's really based on the performance on the of the employee. It, it's just really a motivation that we're being rewarded for what we get. Um, well, what what we perform or what we give to the company too. That's awesome. I it says there it highlights transparency, user friendliness, also flexibility. And is it real time? Yes, it's real time. So it doesn't matter where your employees are working. It also is a platform to help managers and company leaders become more productive. Because mm -hmm. you want to shift from a reactive mode of recognizing and motivating your employees to a proactive mode where the employees themselves are motivated. Uh, they're aligned to their goals and the expectations of their managers and their, their company. So that mm -hmm. increases productivity and also uh, positive results for the business. Because if you're working anywhere, it's hard for the manager to supervise. Because you're not face-to-face. The So if you're a hybrid workplace, that's the same challenge that you will face. So the question is, what will you do 
to face these challenges because uh, it's different. It's different, and there's no going back to 100% for most organizations. <laughs> Whatever makes job more efficient and more effective, I'm all for it. So this Carrots um, software platform makes the job of the the people in the performance and rewards management, no, in HR much easier because it takes out the manual work. Yeah, plus I, the fact that we actually we introduce a new uh, feature called peer-to-peer -peer recognition. So even though your peers are hindi kayo nakikita araw-araw, it allows them to be able to recognize their peers to help them with the project. So they can recognize them, send them a message, and at the same time, give them points to their peers. So the person will, you know, will feel that eh, and will, will appreciate that being recognized but by his or her peers. And then they can then start accumulating the points to get the rewards that they want. But most efficiently is the recognition part that's the powerful uh, effect. Eh? When you are recognized by your managers and recognize your peers, siempre the working the working experience is very, very positive, even though you're working from home. Kasi wala na yung face-to-face -face engagement. Eh. Hmm. But the platform still facilitates and even takes it to another level. So that, may, tangible, ano, may tangible recognition at merong hmm. reward component. And the reward components, we handle it end-to-end. Then -end we deliver the rewards, if it's a physical rewards, nationwide. So really, hmm. it's really creating that atmosphere and that amazing workplace so that your employees can thrive where they can work anywhere. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, now, since Carrots is in the business of helping companies motivate their, uh, their clients' employees, so how is also Carrots internally doing the motivation in, uh, in your company with this pandemic and all? I think we were lucky or fortunate uh, fortunate enough that when we started the organization, we really focus on getting the right talent and also creating the workplace where you can work anywhere. Because I, I was able to experience that two decades ago when I was still working for Procter & Gamble. We already introduced work from home in the year 2000. So we really had, I already felt that experience of the benefits of working from home. But we had a hybrid environment then because our teams were located in different countries. In different, so we really had a, you know, a, a diverse team. But, but having experienced that uh, working from home and having a hybrid setup, the benefits are very clear. Eh? But you have to strike the balance then eh? depending on your role and depending on the, the business. Right? So, but still... I think when I get got that experience, that allowed me to say, okay, I think this makes sense. This is a best practice. So when, when I start help start carrots, we adopted that practice. So it's work anywhere as long as you deliver your aligned goals for the week, for the month, for the quarter. And it becomes a proactive mindset for the employees. Ito expectation sa akin. Pag na-deliver ko to, ayos. Pag hindi... Hmm. Then you have the conversation na hindi namang muhula kung saan yung gap because the employee and the manager or supervisor already knows which goal, which target was not met. And you take it further, the employee, he or himself, will start thinking, okay, so how do I meet that target next time? So it's really moving from a reactive to a proactive environment so that you can truly help your employees to thrive and become successful mm -hmm. so that the business will become successful. Mm -hmm. 
yeah, it takes the guesswork out of the um, the process. I remember when there were some some employees that I talked to that their managers weren't able also to provide timely timely feedback on their performance. Like there would be a running joke that okay, so my boss did not talk to me this month, so I must be doing well because when the boss would ask them to come to the offices to the to the boss's office then they would be like okay what did i do did i what what did i mess up and i think that's uh that's uh that's not a very good that's not a very good culture because you only feel that you are only asked to to meet the boss when you messed up whereas it should be an open door policy and you should have a very good working and open communication uh when i when when i work for the corporate upon joining or onboarding i always make it um my my own practice to have at least one-on-one -on -one, at least one um 30 minutes per day to have one-on-one -on -one with every employee so that i could know them not only on uh on paper based on their 201 file but really know them as a person because I, uh, as HR, I also have, I'm, I, I sit on, I, I have a seat in the boardroom, right? Like the, the hiring and the firing. So, so I don't want them to, to feel that HR is like a principal, principal or a guidance counselor. I want them to know that if they have any questions for, for, um, for me or anyone in the HR team, that they can always, they can always knock and they have someone to talk to. And they were like, when when I usually copy, usually copy the immediate manager, they would be like talking about, you know, talking about themselves and like, what did I do this time? <laughs> Am I going to be served a notice to explain? Did I violate any company policies? And I feel like that, 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 that idea, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that's a negative environment. You want to yeah. have a positive environment. And actually the target that that organization should create is you want to have an amazing workplace that employees can thrive. Because mm. when they have uh when they're effectively recognized, they're effectively motivated and there's very clear alignment between expectations of the managers and the company. Walang hulaan. Am I gonna be fired? Am I not doing my job? But there's and it becomes more documented and there's data so that you also avoid the biases within people where people get promoted because because of this, because of that, or people are fired because of this, because of that. So there's data, and the employee will feel confident. Oh, I did my job. How do you prove that you did the job? You look at my monthly results. You look at the performance that I did, diba? and our conversations and how I improve. There's the progress, diba. So then HR will be easy job for HR when there's conflict. Yes, oh, let's look at the data. Let's look at the data. Why do you want to ah? Ah, hindi. Ay, kita mo yung performance data. Bakit mo gusto alisin? Ito yung performance data. Ah, uh, diba? Oh, bakit mo gusto promote? Ah, o nga, no? So it becomes easier. Eh. When it makes it easier. And people feel valued and respected. It's about respect. You have to respect the person. But to respect the person, I think it's more the conversations have to be there. You're absolutely right, Jenny. But then when you become utilizing data, you avoid the normal challenges where 
there's biases. Or I don't like your face, I'm gonna fire you. Or uh, na-chismis, na-chismis ako dahil sa'yo, I'm gonna fire you. But it's all about, I mean, not 100% data, but if you have data, people will feel that they're being respected because they're being judged majority of the time because of their performance. And you're hard because of your performance. You're not hard, well, depende kung model ka, ano, but for most people, ano, the normal average person on earth, they're hard because of their skill sets and their able ability to contribute to perform for the company. And if you have that performance data, then it's very easy. Diba? It's, very, it's really creating that positive workplace where people can thrive and feel respected. Yeah, very well said. And on that note, um, we'll go for a short break, um, James. And then when we come back, we will talk about how the leadership team can um, further engage their workforce to prevent the great resignation.
TNC is a live stream platform of online shows for people on the go. Please watch all our shows as seen on screen. Imagine having your own show, your own playlist, your own content, but we make it easier for you. TNC aims to transform the lives of our viewers through engaging, authentic, and original content. Our vision is to become a global 24-7 live stream channel that showcases Filipino talent, global influencers, cultural intelligence, and ingenuity. I'd like to thank all of you for supporting Stories from the Fringe, live streamed every Thursday, 10.30 a.m. Philippine Standard Time. You can watch live or on replay via Facebook or YouTube. Follow us on IG, listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just search hashtag TNC now. For sponsorships, please email now at thenewchannel.com or send us a DM. Enjoy this show's because we made them just for you. So earlier, before we went on a break, James um, Cruz of Cards PH was uh, sharing with us some of the ways that um, Carrots PH is helping companies attract, retain, and motivate talents in the hybrid work setup. So shall we, um, shall we ask James to join us again? Hi there again, James. Hi, good to be back. So, so James is an active member of the Information Technology and Business Process Association of the Philippines. And uh, you also volunteer on the IBPAP membership uh, committee, James. So does that mean that most of, if not all, of the clients of Carrots PH is in the BPO space? Uh, no, we basically uh, have a diverse know uh customer base we basically want to help all companies who are trying to address the challenges to put a strategic program in place uh for the future right so that they can really help we can help them create that amazing workplace where employees can thrive but it is just that uh it's a passion of mine uh where uh ibpap is a, a major contributor to the growth of the of the country and uh, for some reason, I had conversations with uh, different IBPAP members and companies. So uh, a few years back, I joined IBPAP. And uh, for the last two years, uh, I'm in the membership committee. And we're basically helping facilitate uh, uh, the growth of the industry and to understand the needs of our members and the industry in general so we can nurture and grow further, you know. Uh, because it, it, it's a major contributor, uh, I think 30 billion plus uh, revenue uh, for, for the Philippines. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we have been um, talking about motivating and retaining talents, and um, of, of course, I'm sure you will agree with me. The say there's a saying that uh, people or employees do not leave their jobs, but rather they leave their bosses. Right. So what is the leadership's role, even if from, from the top up to the middle manager, what is their role in ensuring that the employees remain engaged in this uh, hybrid setup? I think engagement, if, if, if you summarize it in one word, I think it's engagement. That's the, uh, in terms of ensuring that uh, uh, the employees can really thrive, right? 
And engagement can have different aspects. Engagement can have communication, can have recognition, uh, can have mentoring, right? Uh, can have uh, discipline as well, if necessary, right? Uh, so it really forms all those interaction form the engagement experience of the person uh, within that company. And they call it uh, employee experience, right? But to answer your question, the, the manager has to stay engaged. And engagement has different forms and different touch points, uh, but it requires an effort from the manager. And one of the challenges that we've, that we've seen is that uh, companies want people to be productive because that that contributes to the bottom line, the profitability, right? And at the same time, and their ability to deliver value to their customers. But also one part of that, because of that push, is to increase span of control. What does that mean? Ang span of control kasi parang dumadami yung tao being supervised by the manager, mm-hmm. right? So so between 5 to 1, 10 to 1, nagiging 20 to 1, uh, in other industries, kagaya ng BPO industries, mataas yung ratio ng span of control. Diba? Because it's a people-centric industry, service industry. But to increase productivity, aside from the tools and the technology, you also want to increase the span of control. Diba? But the biggest challenge there, because of the growth of the industry and because the requirement to increase span of control for from, a, from a productivity standpoint, medyo challenging dun sa managers. Uh, especially lalo na pag napopromote is a manager who is young who hasn't developed the skill yet because skill is basically a simple formula it's knowledge plus practice so typically if you have knowledge based on your learning you have to have experience which is practice eh, to develop that skill and managing or leading engaging is a skill eh. diba? So people sometimes they are more attuned to the skill. Some people are not. But in a company, you cannot depend on luck, right? So you really have to have a formal program, a mechanism in place. Yeah, so you've mentioned that some teams can have as many as 20. Now, I imagine how difficult it is to schedule the one-on-one, at least one-on-one um, coaching sessions. Because I remember uh, part of my part of my uh, job before was to monitor that our managers have at least once a month one-on-one coaching sessions with each of the employees. So I can imagine, okay, so 20 on, and then on top of that, the manager also has many admin and operational um, tasks on his or her shoulder. And then you also pointed about um, some managers being promoted um, really early. So some of them, we've had also experiences about that, that manage, uh, managers, because they were, when they were still rank and file member, they, they were able to churn out the numbers, exceed the expectations. So skills wise, they were, uh, they were owning it. However, however, um, yun nga, the, the skill, managerial skill is not on par with the technical skills. So um, there's this uh, there's this term that they call accidental leadership. So sometimes we have to ask 
before we promote someone, are we promoting someone beyond his or her level of expertise or level of competence? Kasi baka we are unintentionally setting this person up for failure. So ako, um, to my mind, you know, siguro make sure that at least the person has been exceeding the expectations um, at least two years in a row para at least medyo babad siya dun sa babad siya dun sa sa trabaho before you promote them. Para sigurado na para sigurado na he or she will succeed in the role. Kasi malungkot na some some managers they are promoted and then they get burnt out, they get disengaged kasi hindi sila ready. Oh, one of the reason one of the contributing factors this because everybody wants to get promoted fast, di ba? Uh, not, not everybody, but a lot of people, especially the younger generation, they're still hungry. Eh. But sometimes they they don't really understand what's the requirements of the next level. Eh. They only think about, oh, I'll get a bump in pay, right? Or I'll be a boss or something like that. But yeah, sometimes there's being, being set up for failure. And it's a lose-lose situation when that happens, right? So it's really how, how do you then mitigate that? Right? How do you then address that? I think one of the one of the tools, effective tools that they can use is you have to be data driven. Mm-hmm. You have to look at the targets, the goals, and look at the data. I mean, is is this person and then you look at it and say, okay, is this does this person have the skill already to be successful in the next role or in the next position? Then you look at the data. Right, and you look at behind your notes and the conversations and one to one. So you have both qualitative and quantitative data. And right now, it's mostly eighty percent qualitative and twenty percent quantitative. I think you need to shift that ratio where you want to move eighty percent quantitative and then twenty percent qualitative. So the decision making framework of the company is become eighty percent quantitative and twenty percent qualitative. And that's setting up the company for success. And that's setting up the person for success, diba? So, mas effective yung decision-making where, oh, ready na siya for this level. Oh, ready na siya for this position. Pwede rin naman kasing hindi ready. That then you understand where the gap is, eh. Kasi if that the person is looking towards that from a progression standpoint, alam mo yung gap. Then you can put a plan in place, a development plan in place that basically addresses the, the gap. Based on the quantitative data that you've seen, Doon sa targets or goals nung person na yun from the current position. And then you look at the targets and goals needed for the next position. So then mm-hmm. you can compare, di ba? I think that's the, ano eh, that's more effective way where you move uh, uh, 80% qualitative to become 80% quantitative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's a good point that you highlighted, yes, because we really need data. Just make sure that the data is accurate. <laughs> Yeah. Precisely, precisely. Oh, but it mm. doesn't. You don't get it, hundred uh, percent, mm. in day one. It's a journey, because organizational challenges. I'm sure you know you're from HR. Organizational change mm-hmm. presents significant challenges, but you need to have an uh, operating fr- framework that that leverage the best practices. Kalahan, gilding gamitin. Pag hindi nila ginamit, balwala. 
mm-hmm. dapat madaling gamitin at the same time it turns out efficiently the data that you will need uh moving forward from a decision making standpoint and that's that, that's one of the things that we that carrots anyway uh, contributes eh, because it captures the data that's given to the right people uh, hindi makikita ng employee yung data ng ibang employee but we churn it out on employee level and also on a department and it rolls up to the organization so yeah. that's very helpful in terms of decision making in terms of promotion in terms of evaluation you know one of the pain points of managers is annual evaluation diba kasi they're being forced by hr oh evaluate mo yung 50 employees mo diba they spent two months at the end of the year trying to do that evaluation uh, I'm not sure if they have quantitative measures for most companies. Most likely, 80% qualitative and 20% quantitative. But if the data is being captured month on month, by the end of the year, wala, you spend 10-15 minutes per employee or even less, you print the report, okay, ito yung annual performance niya, tatak-tak-tak-tak, ito yung may summary, oh, ah, okay, sige. O ito yung development plan, ito yung next steps, tapos. Di ba? Easy. Kasi na data-driven eh, Eh, analysis na lang at saka yung actual recommendation ng manager. Yun yung 20% qualitative, di ba? Based on the manager. And that that creates an amazing workplace for the manager naman, di ba? Kasi mas mag, ma, mas naging productive naman siya. Pero nagagawa din sa na in a productive way. I think that's that's where it helps then. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with you 100% that kung meron kang regular no feedback uh, sessions with your direct reports, it will be really a breeze during the, the annual performance appraisal kasi plug-in mo na lang yun eh. And then you also pointed out, diba, yung mga quali- uh, quantitative na measures. So, kailangan din talaga na i-review yung metrics. Make sure that the metrics are quantitative. Diba? Okay, so now, um, for for the Philippines, are you limited, uh, Carrots PH, are you limited only to the Philippines or meron na kayong mga clients abroad? Well, we started in the Philippines, but our our goal really is to offer this platform globally, right? And of course, we will be astute and uh, selective as we uh-huh. execute on our go-to-markets. But if we see that it's being it's truly beneficial uh, to our customers, that's what we we want to move forward because hmm. I think we you know we want to contribute to the communities where we participate in because I think that's a sustainable long term strategy. If you really can add value to your customers and to your stakeholders, I think your business can can thrive. And there has to be win win. It has to be really a win win. And I think that's what we're trying to do. And we're and we're fortunate and lucky enough that actually the pandemic helped us to validate. Uh, our, our, our benefits and how we help companies uh, become truly successful because they need help. It's just that sobrang busy, sobrang uh, firefighting na hindi nila mm-hmm. na-address yung you need to start thinking strategically or, or medium to long term, how do you want your business to survive? But yeah. I agree because the pandemic, biglang short term, eh. how do we survive now? Diba? Which is of mm-hmm. course very important. But now, moving forward, people need to start thinking about, okay, how do I grow? How do I develop my talent? How do I effectively attract, motivate, and retain my employees? And this problem becomes acute when you have highly skilled 
uh, workforce ha? yung mga programmers yung mga lalo na yung mga iba pupunta sa mga advanced technologies ng analytics ng blockchain ng mm-hmm. mga e-commerce yung mga fintech because the world is evolving but the more and more advanced skill sets are required eh, di ba? and these people are in demand but you have to think of what should be the workplace that I can be effectively attract them, uh, stay engaged, motivate them, and retain them. Mm-hmm. Because these are highly skilled, but then this can contribute to uh, hyper growth for companies in those uh, industries which require highly skilled talent. And sa BPO organizations, nag-evolve na eh. Kasi you have technology, but you have uh, emerging of uh, new requirements eh, di ba? So different areas eh, di ba? So nag-evolve na yan eh. So to, to survive and to grow, there will be a shift of the skill sets that's required. And, and also that applies to other industries as well, di ba? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. That's a good thing. Um, you mentioned that this pandemic is an eye-opener for us and it made us more agile it challenged us to be more agile and perhaps in the future companies need not only think of future pandemics but also other existential crises like possible emf or a possible nuclear explosion right because there are still some countries there using nuclear energy for 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 power right now i believe that um you have some testimonials from companies that uh from leadership team at least who have availed of the services of carrots ph yeah we, we we reach out to we're trying to understand kasi the, ano, the challenges on leadership and employee engagement so we started this initiative uh within the community you know to understand you know what what is leadership all about and how yeah. can we become effective leaders so hopefully we can share those knowledge those people with that 20 more years experience to the mm-hmm. community, to the young professionals who are starting their career. So maybe I have two videos. I'll start with video three first. <laughs> to me, to me, leadership is all about people. Eh, no? so, so when I look at, uh, let's say, as one of my leadership, uh, let's say, style is really finding good people and developing and using their strengths to actually create, uh, let's say, businesses or create a team or for the benefit of the company. Yeah? So it's really, I think to me, it's really boils down uh, to, to, to developing the time that you hire the right people, then developing them to be able to retain them and really, you know, coaching and mentoring them. And then until until they really stay with the company and be future leaders. Yeah. So to me, the mark of, uh, let's say, uh, uh, a, a true leader is really thinking about we and thinking about developing the next level of leader. So that's my sense of accomplishment as a leader, you know, when, when somebody gets promoted to a senior position that I was mentoring before or coaching before, then to me, that's, that's really the, the key. Yeah? Uh, maybe I can also share the, the video for. It's also a, this is an interview with the uh, chief HR officer for a lot of the big companies in, in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I had a boss in, in PNG who, who I guess had to define what the future was in a situation where there was really no future. And I'm talking about the shared services business. I mean, there was no future in the sense that there was no huge or large successful shared service business, business that had been set up at the scale that the company wanted. And she really had to define what that would look like um, for HR, knowing that um, one of the things that makes HR a challenging function is that across countries, there are local nuances that make them different. While there are you know, generally principles and objectives and, and practices that might, might be common, there is a host of very localized practice and she had to be able to go beyond that and say what's the what does the hr shared services environment look like and how do we chart our path towards that and she recruited an internal team of experts um, who then put detail and you know um, more executional um, uh, plans into that vision that she painted. So, at first, by herself, she kind of like defined what that endpoint was, and then pulled in and handpicked the people whom she wanted to be on the team, knowing um, the kind of talent she needed to execute the plan. Um, and uh, you know, it was quite a successful. Um, transformation, uh, moving um, the HR functions and services from where they were in the countries to a shared service center in Manila um, and having the right people to manage each of the functions. Um, it, it looks so simple now when you look back on it, but as it was happening, there were points at which we were saying, well, you know, can we really make this happen? And that was part of our role also, to go back and say, yes, it hasn't been done before. That means it, that doesn't mean it can't be done. We just need to find the right path um, without herself knowing. So there was a lot of encouragement, a lot of challenging questions, um, a lot of unknowns, and yet she, she effectively steered the team through those unknowns to help us arrive at that point. But that's the hallmark of a very successful leader, especially in a situation where there was a huge transformation that was required. I like that uh, point highlighted by Mr. Contreras, where he said that as leaders, our goal is not to create more followers, but future leaders, right? So for example, Personally, when I join a new, every time I join a new organization, my goal is to redundate myself. Meaning, I would like to train my uh, direct reports so that they can also be leaders by themselves. Or not by themselves, in their own right, rather. But in their own right. So that they can take over my, I can they can take over my, my role so that I can move upward, right? And then also, yeah, yeah. 
And then also with um, Mr. Abaya, so he's in HR. For me, um, my my I envision the future of HR where all line managers are also um, HR leaders. And then each um, HR will become strategic partners of the business. They are also business leaders having HR functional expertise. Like in a time, um, there will come a time that you will never know who is who because it's like um, it's a very it's a very agile organization. Yeah, and and, and just a quick note, you know, uh, Jenny, I. You know, I've worked abroad for a lot of years and I've seen Filipino leaders and managers, they, they thrive outside of the Philippines, no? but it's just uh, a bit of a challenge or a bit sad to know that if you count how many uh, billion dollar companies does the Philippines have mm. right? compared to our peers in the region, right? How many Philippine com companies are listed in the uh, the U.S. stock exchange or the yeah. London stock exchange? And, and you can see that there's some, I'm not sure where the challenges are, but I think there's a people question. Eh? How come the Filipinos can thrive when they work abroad, right? They, they, they can really thrive and really grow and have very successful careers. But if you ask them, if, if they have the same talent, if you really have that talent and it's really there, how come there's, you know, you can count with, with your one hand how many Philippine companies are listed in the U.S. stock exchanges, right? Or the London stock exchange or the Japanese stock exchange, you know? Uh, that, that's the big question. Eh? And I think people... You know, not just, you know, you don't want just to feed your family, but I think you want to have something else you can contribute to others too. So, I mean, it could be, I don't know, you know, it could be farther on down the road. But really for us, I mean, that's the, the people that we want to attract in our organization. There's that cultural fit where we're not just solving a small problem. I think we're solving a really big problem. But mm. we're starting on this in this journey. So mm. and definitely our our company and our products will evolve as we become better in solving the problem in attracting, motivating, engaging, and retaining them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I believe so. Uh, I believe so. Okay, so we're close to the bottom of the hour, James. What's the one thing you feel is the most valuable to leave to our viewers today? I think uh, it's important to understand where you want to take your company. And it doesn't matter what your role is. It's really to, to think about it and have the conversations within your company that you are really trying to understand how can the company become successful so that you can become successful. And think part of the answer is that they need to think about how do you create an amazing workplace so that you can attract, motivate, and retain the talent that you need to become truly successful. And, mm -hmm. and if they want to understand the best practices and the experience that we have, uh, we're more than open. And, and we're not just trying to sell our product. It's really trying to help companies solve that problem. Because the way we operate in our business model is if, the company, if our customers become successful, 
then we become successful. If they don't, we will not become successful. So there's alignment to be able to help them with that problem uh, uh, in a sustainable and long-term fashion. Mm -hmm. And Carrots PH helps companies put the amazing in the workplace. How can um uh, how can our viewers stay in touch with you, James? Uh, follow you on social media and learn more about the work that you do. Yeah, uh, definitely they can uh, contact us on, on our website www.carrots.ph and also uh, our Facebook page. And uh, if you want to reach us to reach out to us via our email, it's rewards at carrots.ph. So mm -hmm. if you have any questions on that, uh, you can reach us through our website or email us at rewards at carrots.ph. Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you so much, James, for joining us in today's uh, episode. Thank you very much for inviting us, Jenny, and I hope we can... Uh, uh, get people to 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 give them some insights and then contribute to a, a, a better uh, uh, career and uh, future for them. Yes, I appreciate you sharing your insights and your background experience on making um, workplaces more engaging for our employees. Dear viewers, if you love today's episode, we encourage you to um, invite your colleague or your friends to join us again next Thursday. Same digital channel, same time, um, the new channel. And thank you so much for choosing to spend your Thursday morning with us. Have a good rest of your day or evening, depending where you are in the world. God bless everyone. <music>